Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself. I am your host, Jessica Newsom. I wanted to talk about deliverance. And I think that um, when we think of that word deliverance, what automatically comes to a lot of our minds is someone being set free from a certain sin or stronghold, right? And when we think of uh, deliverance, we oftentimes think of going to some church service, right? And they have a deliverance ministry and they lay hands on you and uh, uh, you start, maybe someone will manifest or maybe they'll start to feel a certain kind of way and just push out maybe um, a demonic entity, right? Uh, Or whatever um, uh, demon may be over that specific thing, right? Because there are demons that are over certain sins and strongholds and regions, right? And principalities. There's a whole bunch of stuff when it comes down to the supernatural realm, when we're talking about demons and angels. But when we think about deliverance, we usually think of someone holding up their hands and, and the, 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 the pastor or whoever, you know, lays their hands on that person and they fall back and they're slaying the spirit. And now they're set free from that thing. Man, that sounds really awesome. I've seen stuff like that, but when it comes down to deliverance in our lives, we can't we can't look at the TV and just say, "Wow, I see all of these deliverance ministries and I guess this is how it's supposed to work. I guess this is how deliverance is supposed to go." When it comes down to being set free from anything, we have to go to the word of God. And yes, in the word of God, we see stories where Jesus lays hands on someone and their eyes are open, right? Um, they're set free from demonic strongholds or demonic entities, things like that. That does happen. That is true. But there's also other situations that don't exactly look like that. Now, I get a lot of conversations where people are just like, Jessica, how do I get set free from this issue? I've been watching uh, deliverance ministries or uh, different whatever pastors, and they're giving different formulas of how to be set free from sin. Maybe it's fasting for three days or four days or a week, or maybe it's um, um, just really praying really hard for long periods of time or going to this this ministry and spending time with this pastor and letting him lay hands on you, X, Y, and Z. Now, when it comes down to the word of God and when it comes down deliver- to deliverance, we have to look at the Bible as far as our instructions for this, okay? People say, Jessica, I want to be delivered from homosexuality, from lust, for porno- from pornography, right? I want to be delivered from smoking or um, out al- an alcohol addiction, whatever your stronghold is. And people want a formula that they can apply. And when they apply it, they expect it to work immediately. Kind of like one plus one equals two. That's the answer. It is done. So it, you know, I said it, it is what it is. That's it. And so people expect to fast for a day or pray really, really hard for a week and then that stronghold be totally gone from their lives. And that's not how it goes all the time. Now, I have had things in my life where I've prayed and God instantaneously took certain things away from me, right? Um, I always thought that one of the hardest things to for for myself to be set free from was um, smoking. 
because I was smoking since I was like 14 and trying to stop was so hard. And when I prayed to God, um, and I was like, God, just help me like not smoke one day to the next. I just stopped and I didn't have like a, a strong desire at all to pick up a cigarette that blew my mind. And that was not normal for me. That was something that I would call a miracle, right? I ask of God, right? And God does it. Psalms 34, 17, it says, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of their troubles. Or Psalms 107, 6, then they cried to the Lord in their troubles and he delivered them from their distress. Awesome. Cool. But there's other areas in my life where it wasn't that easy. It didn't happen that way. So when we look to the Bible, Yes, there's times when God laid laid hands on someone and instantaneously they were delivered and set free. But when we look at other stories in the Bible, it doesn't happen exactly that way. When when people wanted to be free from uh, the people who had them captive in a certain land, right? God's like, okay, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to, I'm going to set you guys free from, from the captors that have enslaved you. But did it happen overnight? No, they had to trust in the Lord. Number one, they had to be patient and let God do his work because God also has to work in the minds and hearts of other people who play an active part in maybe something that affects us, you know? And so um, there's not a one size fits all deliverance. When it comes down to homosexuality, I had this life-changing moment where all of a sudden my eyes were like open and I just could see the sin for what it was because I didn't really look at homosexuality as it was sin. You know, I kind of just justified it in my life. But when God, when I had this encounter with God, it was like my eyes were instantaneously open. I knew in my heart of hearts that this was sin and I turned. God gave me that push, that help to turn immediately. But does that mean that I've never struggled since then? Not at all. I definitely have. Why? Because we have the power to to go back to the thing that has held us captive um, in our lives. So let's go to um, oh, John, yeah, John 8.23, sorry, 8.32. It says, for for freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Stand firm and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. Why does, why do, why does this person say to stand firm? Because there's so many things that's oftentimes pulling us to the left and to the right. You know, we have maybe strong desires to want to watch pornography, strong desires to want to flirt with that girl, strong desires to, um, to, to look at someone of the same sex lustfully, whatever those human, uh, 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 things are within us, our flesh always wants to do things that are not, uh, according to the word of God. 
Our flesh loves to sin. Our flesh loves to, 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 to please itself and honor itself and not God. And so when we stand firm, meaning we have to begin to really hunger for the Bible, understanding and knowledge and wisdom of the word of God. And from that, we begin to stand firm on the word of God. What does that mean? It means knowing the truth. So knowing the truth of the word, it takes time. It's not an overnight process. It takes time understanding the word of God. It's a day by day process straight up. It's day by day. So don't get frustrated when you don't get it all right now, right? Or when you don't get it all in a month, it's going to take years to really understand the word of God, but walking with God. And, um, what do I mean by that? I, I want to be clear every day. Submitting yourself under the authority of God every day saying, God, I surrender my life to you. Take what needs to be taken. Purge from me what needs to be purged. Um, uh, Strengthen in me what needs to be strengthened, right? Kill in me what needs to be killed. And we keep God at the center of our life and of our focus every day and try our best to honor God in all that we do. That is walking with God. And as we do that, God begins to just, the Holy Spirit begins to just speak to our hearts and give us these little, these, these, these little nuggets of wisdom. And it'll be little things like, don't, sometimes the Holy Spirit will tell me things like, if you hang out with this person, don't drink. And I'm like, I'm not even going to hang out with that person. Why am I thinking that? The person ends up wanting to hang out and then there is a desire for me to want to drink. You know, the Holy Spirit will just put these thoughts into our minds, which are guiding us and leading us down the path that will honor God and be healthy for our mind, our body, our soul, and our spirit, right? And so when it comes down to, to walking out, uh, your transformation. I really don't even like to use the word deliverance. I really don't because people think instantaneously when that word is thrown around. And I realize that a lot of times, nine times out of 10, God wants to grow us so that our mind is transformed. And then after our mind begins to become transformed, he begins to, to, to shed that, those, those unhealthy habits away from us. Because if our mind isn't transformed, we're going to continue to do the same thing over and over again, expecting to get different results. And that's not how it works. So if we want different results, we have to stop doing the same thing over and over again. If we want to stop doing the same thing over and over again, we have to change how we think. We have to change our heart from being me focused, pleasing me first to God focused and God centered and honoring God first and having that desire to want to please God more than anything else. So when it comes down to deliverance, when it comes down to uh, just needing help from walking away from different strongholds, please know that it takes time and it's a process. It's not overnight. But how you walk that thing out, how you get to that place of freedom is by keeping God first, him being the first thing on your mind when you wake up, not 
running to Facebook or social media, but spending time with him first, reading the word of God, soaking that in, maybe listening to sermons and really growing and exercising our mind and our faith. And from that comes transformation in our lives. Um, So, I mean, I think that's one of the things where people really get frustrated. It's with the process. And I tell people, you know, don't let the enemy condemn you in thinking that because you still struggle, that that means that God isn't there, that God isn't for you, that God isn't working in you, that God doesn't care about you, that you aren't worthy of of, of deliverance or worthy to be uh, a new creation in Christ Jesus because you just haven't stopped doing those things. That's not how it works. A lot of this is a process. And when God called you to himself, you didn't come to Christ because you wanted to. You came to Christ because God tugged in your heart. It's because he was calling you and you answered that call. So because he called you, know that he already knew you. When I say knew you, I mean he knows the good, the bad, the ugly. He knows your future. He knows when you're going to mess up when you're going to fall, when you're going to reject him, when you're going to get back up and keep trying again. He knows all of those things. So if he called you, he already knows you. So therefore, he thinks you're worthy to walk this process out. He loves you immensely. He knows that you are capable of of walking into this type of freedom. He knows that. Is it going to be difficult? Yeah. Battling the flesh is always difficult. Think of someone struggling with, you know, um, a drug addiction. Your flesh wants that drug, but you know it's harmful. It's trying really hard to combat the flesh, and it's an up and down process. But eventually, keep seeking God. You will get to a place of total freedom in him to where that thing does not have a stronghold on you and you could just turn from it and it doesn't affect you the way it used to. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Um, if you like the podcast, if you're checking me out on YouTube, please um, rate, subscribe, uh, review, leave a comment. Uh, let me know what you liked. Let me know what you didn't like. Let me know what you want me to touch on. Um, and definitely, if you are needing a one-on-one with me and you want to just talk about your stuff, what you're going through, what you're struggling with, and you want a little bit of advice, if I can give you some good advice, I will do my best to do that. Um, and it all definitely comes from the word of God. I definitely love to do one-on-ones. I do them with people all over the world. Um, and in order to do that, um, I rely on your donations to keep this ministry running. Um, you can go to www.love of the cross. There should be a little bubble somewhere. If you're checking us out on YouTube, um, and there's a donate button, please donate to this ministry. Um, your donation goes to, uh, me being able to help other people. You want to be more active in helping people being set free from uh, sexual sins and stuff. Your donations help me to be able to do that. I talk to people from Thailand, India, Canada, uh, the USA, Africa, all over, and I love it. Um, and I couldn't do it without you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Victories Greater Than the Struggle. This is an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. See you next time.